sing this song. It's good, but I think we can do better. I think we can do a lot better. Hello. Oh, yeah. Welcome. We're live. Welcome to the Masculine Minute. I am one of your hosts, Ace Haggerty, and I am accompanied by the one, the only, the amazing Joshua, the ultimate warrior, Gillo. Good morning, Joshua. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic, Ace. Fantastic, Ace. I'm uh, getting excited for an awesome Wednesday. Got a packed schedule. Can't wait to uh, dive into the subject. Uh, I don't know what it is yet, but uh, I'm excited. Hump day. That's right. It is Wednesday, June yes. the 28th. Love Wednesdays. 2023. Who would have thought that we would have been in 2023, man? When I was a kid, I was like, 2020? That's insane. That's never yeah. going to happen. Well, it happened. We're here. The world shut down. We ain't going to get into that subject right now, but 2023. That's insane. Anyways, today we have a random question. This random question is brought to you by Yes Express. When Ooh. you want the yes very fast. Check out yes.express and learn how to close sales, but not do it the sleazy way. Do it the right way. I think you might know, know something about that, Joshua. I might know a little bit about that. But thank you for the plug. <laughs> I didn't expect Oh, that. hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Cool. Now we have we have a on on my podcast, I'm starting a master class and Joshua is on it. Surprise, surprise. But he blew my mind with his sales skills because he is anything is the exact opposite of a used salesman. He actually gets to know you and creates the vision and gives you exactly what you want. So I wasn't going to go down this this plug, but just reminded me of how amazing Yes Express is and your Thank services. You, so Thank you. now I'm going to torture you with a question. Okay, make it a good one. We have a level two. Confessions. Ooh, confessions. confessions. All right. What do you think your past self would think of you now. Oh, that's a good one. Past self would think of me now. Correct. Does it, it doesn't quantify when, like if I was two or 22, just past <laughs> self. I mean, there's a lot of gap there. I would say probably a former self of yours, similar age, maybe five to 10 years ago. If I had okay. have to put something on it, the child would be like, what the? That's an old man over there. Yeah. <laughs> you well, say that about me too. Trying. So. I got a little bit of, a little bit of salt and pepper going on here, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I, what would a past self think of future self? So if I was 10 years younger looking into the crystal ball and seeing me now, what would I say? So what I would say is, holy fuck, dude, what happened? <laughs> it's wow. Those things that used to you know, that they used to run your mind that used to make you think you were small that make they used to make you think like uh, it was impossible for you to accomplish these things like you were always a spectator looking from the stands out into the to the field as everyone else was playing the game of life. And you thought it was never a possibility for you because you didn't think you were born with those skills. And you didn't think you had the discipline or you didn't think you had the, um, the, the, the ability to to make that happen for yourself. He'd look in the future and be like, holy shit. And I'm not saying that to, 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 you know, blow smoke in my ass. The point is I know where I've come from. I know what I used to think in my head and anybody that known me back in the days for school or even, you know, high school or even afterwards for starting business and all that, they would see someone that looked like, yeah, probably doing a decent job. You know, they're, they're, it looks like they're living the American dream, right? Just owning their business, doing their thing. But what they didn't realize is how much shit was going on inside of my head, how many vices I had, how much. Yep 
negative self-talk I had, how many times I felt like I was not enough, how I kept failing and I would beat the hell out of myself in silence. I would suffer in that silence over and over. I felt like I was an island and I was the only one suffering on these things. I felt like, you know, that I had this extreme fear of failure. I had this extreme fear of what other people thought of me. And I constantly dwelled on that and didn't even realize it, Ace. That was the problem. I didn't even realize it. I just thought that is what life was like. That was my reality. That's how I was born. There's no way to solve this problem because it's not a problem. It's just how you're wired, right? That's how you're born. So that's right. what I thought. That's what I was in. And it wasn't until I started on my personal growth journey and started asking bigger questions that I realized that that is all bullshit. So that 10 years ago self, younger myself, looking into the future and seeing what I've learned in the last 10 years, I don't know that that person could even comprehend what was possible back then, honestly. That's and we right. cannot comprehend the amount of discipline and suffering you're willing to go through for something you truly believe in and you're passionate about. And when you realize that service is the center of the world, is trying to serve others and help others with God's gifts that he's given you, that's, I did not understand that back then. Back then it was all about me, right? It was all about how could I get more? How could I make the business better? How could I help myself? And then when I realized it wasn't about that anymore, it was about a bigger mission, something beyond our scope and time and frame. And it's like, holy moly, all of a sudden your heart opens up, your, your ego gets kind of pushed back in a corner and hopefully locked in a cage because that used to run rampant. And I didn't realize any of these things, Ace. I thought this was just what life was. It's born and raised in a, in a garden center, worked on farms. You know, that's, that's just what it was. And I didn't think things bigger. I didn't think that financial independence was even a possibility for a guy that started out the way I did. I never realized that owning multiple businesses was a thing that was even possible. Like these are all things that just weren't part of my reality. And now to look back or sorry, look ahead if I'm in 20 years ago, if I'm 34 looking at 44 now, I'd be like, what happened, dude? Like <laughs> what, what happened? What was the seed that sparked it all? And I know exactly what that was. It was American Ninja Warrior. If I have to say Sweet. what it was, it was doing something I was extremely uncomfortable with and seeing the fact that even this farm boy from Pennsylvania could do something like that and, and could get in and train and then to be able to go and test obstacles and, and, and be part of that entire organization changed my life. It just, it opened up my eyes and I started asking, well, if I could do that, what else could I do? What else could I do? And it was all inspired by my son. My oldest came home from a birthday party and he's like, dad, you got to try this thing called American Ninja Warrior. I'm like, kid. I get paid to sweat. I don't pay to sweat. Like that's not my thing. I never needed extra right, right. exercise. Right. So I was like, all right, well, anyway, that started the entire, I put a seat in my mind and I was like, all right, let's give this a shot. And next thing you know, it changed everything. And every, I became more open. Those things were all around me the whole time. All these opportunities for self-improvement and mm. these books and podcasts and seminars and webinars and every other thing possible was always there. I just never took advantage of it. Because I was so stuck in my mind that that was just the way it was. And that really gave me the opportunity to start asking bigger questions. And that's what's opened the doors for me. So that's my, the longest way I can possibly answer that, that question. <laughs> what, was the, what was the first thought in your head when, when your son came up to you and asked about American Ninja Warrior, you doing it, and you first thinking about actually doing that? Well, that's the first thing I, my, my old mindset, my, the pattern I would run is, you know, I get paid to sweat. I don't pay to sweat. So to go to a gym was not part of anything I grew up with. My family did not do that. 
you know, and we kind of like, well, dude, if you work all day, why the hell would you go to the gym? Like, it just didn't make any sense because we labored all the time. That's just what it was. And, and there was no more needed. You were tired at the end of the day. Sleep was never an issue. Right. So it was like, you do all these things you wouldn't, and then go to the gym afterward. Right. So when he said that, and at that time I had started working a lot more at the desk, I had started another company where, you know, I was doing a lot more desk work and I was feeling beat. I mean, to be honest with the A's at that age, I would walk up a flight of steps and I'd be winded. One yeah. flight of steps, 11 steps. I get to the top to go to bed at night and I have to catch my breath at the top. And I'm like, at 34 years old, I should not feel this way. I should not feel, I never felt this way before. What is this? Is this what it is? I've heard people middle age say to me, you know what? Once you get past 30, 35, it's all downhill from here. And I'm like, that's, that, that can't be true. That just can't be true. I don't want that to be true because I feel like that's the prime of your life. When you have kids and you can finally go out and do stuff, does that mean your body just falls apart? And then that's when American Ninja Warrior kind of popped up as an opportunity. And I said, well, let's give this a shot. Maybe this will help. It looks like it could be fun. I love to climb trees and swing on bars and stuff like that. Let's see what this is all about. And it changed everything for me. And it opened up that world of possibilities. And then within a few months, I could walk up those steps with no problem at all. I started running. I started doing all these things. It changed the game. I actually started building muscle that I never even knew was possible. And my wife started looking at me like, huh, wow, look at you. You know what I mean? Like, where did that come from? Like, that's pretty cool. And I was like, huh, wait a minute here. If that's possible, what else is possible? And again, it's, it was becoming extremely uncomfortable. I remember clearly the first time I went to, a, uh, to the gym and, and my coach Matt at the time, he's like, Hey, you should uh, do a competition. And I was like, competition, dude, like I was in a marching band. Like, I don't, I don't do like, you know, I've never done any kind of, of, uh, sports competitions and so he convinced me to do it. I said, I'm going to be absolutely out of my comfort zone completely. And I was stressed out of my mind. I went to Brooklyn Zoo in, in uh, Brooklyn, New York, and we did this competition. I was all jacked on caffeine and I was so nervous, dude. I mean, my hands were sweating. My, I mean, I was just out of my mind. I, I wasn't even there because I was so scared of what other people would think when I fail. All these old belief patterns kept coming up over and over again. And I'm standing there on the starting block and they had the beep, 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 like to go. And I was like, I'd, all I could do is think about how everyone else was looking at me and how I could possibly fail this and be a complete laughing stock of the place. And that's all I could think about Ace. And then I eventually got to like the third obstacle, which I did. Okay. I got there and I didn't even follow the rules. I just went my own way. And the, the um, refs like, dude, you're out. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you didn't even follow the rules. You can't do that. And I was like, damn, I was out. So anyway, this is, you know, the, the point is that it putting me in that uncomfortable position that I did a ton more competitions, all that, because I started breaking through that and realized that no one's really watching anyway. And I'm so much in my head that it's really a big, it's a big joke at the end of the day, all the shit that our mind plays on us. And when we just sit back and say, you know what, shut that shit off, just go be the best version of you. And that's awesome. And that's good enough. That's better than good enough. And just let it go. And that was a huge thing for me. Incredible, man. If I had to answer this question myself. I'd kind of say the same thing as in, if I look back 10 years ago, when I was 30, I remember my 30th birthday very clearly. And I'm not even going to go back that far because that person would have no freaking clue who I am today. No clue. So I'm going to go back a little bit more recent. I'm going to go back 18 months ago. That would be January 2022. Yeah. yeah. Now that person was already on the journey of improving himself, reading books, things like that. But that was the beginning of my first hundred day challenge. My hair was much shorter. I did not that's have yeah, no, no, the first time. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no facial hair. So 
so I looked a lot different. I weighed quite a bit more. And I'd say if that person looked at who I was today and what I've been able to do in the past 18 months, he would have had to pinch himself and be like, I know that I work hard and that I improve, but how the hell did you improve the way you did? And that started with the 100 day challenge. And for people listening that don't know what the 100 day challenge is, Joshua and I did it together. We were on the same fire team. And essentially, just for 100 days, you just had to commit to certain things that you wanted to do, certain habits, certain rituals, a project, just commit to something, get a goal, plan it out, put together your strategy, figure out why the hell you're going to do it, because in 100 days, it's going to kick your butt over and over again. But what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? And then fucking put, put together the action plan. It's as simple as that. Now, simple doesn't mean easy. It wasn't easy. And it was then I learned that if you stick to something every single day, or at least like with workouts four or five times a week, if you stick to that, it doesn't even take 100 days. It just so happened the challenge was 100 days. Mm-hmm. I made the change a lot quicker than that. It was probably around day 30 to day 40. Because after that, it was kind of like coast. I was already in it. Shoot, we're on day four or five of the 10-minute cold shower challenge. And it's like a walk in the park now. Does it still feel good? No, of course it doesn't feel good. It's freezing cold water. <laughs> but our bodies have have adjusted to it. Don't underestimate how powerful your body is. How powerful your mind is. And once you start understanding just how much power you have, you can push through these things. And so the biggest change and the person 18 months ago wouldn't have believed that there could have been this much progress in such a short amount of time. Man, when I look back 18 months ago, there has been a hell of a lot that has changed in my life. And when I look at today projecting into the future, I still see some similarities. I still see, holy shit, the things I'm dealing with today ain't what they were 18 months ago. I have upped my standard of what I choose to do in my life. And what happens is you level up. But just like any video game, when you level up, the enemies are going to be more difficult because you have more skills. You have more more skill sets, more ability. And so I am completely leveled up than I was a year and a half ago. But the battle never ends. There is no setting off into the sunset and cruising and taking it easy. So I don't want to be Debbie Downer. But if I'm looking back 18 months ago to now, it's absolutely incredible, the change. There's a book by Dan Sullivan. He's the guy, Joshua, you know the the book, Who Not How. Phenomenal Mm -hmm. book. can be summed up in a paragraph. Uh, mm-hmm. There's another book that that he wrote, and it's called The Gap and the Gain. And a lot of people are essentially people that just keep pushing, 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 pushing. And that's the gain. You know, mm-hmm. we focus on where are we at now? Where do we want to be in the future? The, did I say that was the gain? That was the gap. Sorry, my apologies. That's the gap between where we are now, where we want to be. The gain, however, is where we've come from. Mm -hmm. 
And a lot of people don't focus on that. They don't celebrate how much they've moved forward in different aspects of their life. And it can be pretty daunting when moving into the future if you don't look back to celebrate and notice and appreciate all the hard work you've done. And that is the game changer to propel yourself forward. Because if I look back 18 months and look at myself 18 months ago, I can look forward 18 months from now and be like, I got this shit. Is it going to be easy? No. But I just success leaves clues, right? I just got to keep doing what I've been doing. And the future, it's going to be freaking amazing, man. 100% dude. And just like these cold showers each day that I'm in there, you know, just thinking, you know, I do this by choice. This is a challenge. And my why for doing it is to, to do it. The why is because I know I can. And I'll prove that to myself that I can, even though I know it's going to suck. And there's not a time that I get in that shower that I'm like, oh, good, a cold shower. Like, no. I, I mean, in my mind, I, I frame it up that way, but I don't feel that way, of course. But I'm standing there thinking, like, if I can do this, what else can I do? I do this by choice. I'm in here. I could shut that off. I can turn it warm anytime I want, mm. but I'm not going to. And I'm going to sit here and I know certain parts of my body hate the cold water. For some reason, it's my right shoulder. So guess what goes in the cold water first, <laughs> right? It, but it's it's doing that. It's putting yourself in those uncomfortable positions that really help you to realize that you are more powerful. And just to your point, you are so much more powerful than you ever give yourself credit for. And until you really push that limit and start seeing those edges, you will always play within a box. And life to me is played outside that box. That's right. And the cool thing is once you start pushing yourself, it's like a rubber band. You pull it. What happens when you let go? That rubber band is a little bit longer, a mm. little bit longer. And you have just expanded your reality. You've expanded your skill set. And there is no going back. You can't unsee after it. After that. Exactly. You can't unsee it. Exactly. So, incredible, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you uh, being such a, such a good, willing participant. <laughs> Do I have a choice? <laughs> No, you, you do. Well, you, you always do have a choice. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome, man. Well, Hey, awesome day today. I appreciate, love you very much, man. And as always, we're going to be here tomorrow morning. Same bat time. Well, similar bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> That's right. And, awesome. Uh, love you too, brother. Get out there and get it. Anybody out there listening that just moved your soul, get out there and get it. Go get it. It's not going to come to you. You got to go get it. Humpty. That's right. I stayed a week. <laughs> <laughs>